We're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 2, Chapter number 8, Text number 5. Pravishtukarna Randrena Swanam Bhava Sororaham Tunoti Shamalam Krishna Salilasya Yatasharat Pravishta Thus being entered, Karnarandrena, through the holes of the ears, Swanam, according to one's liberated position, Bhava, constitutional relationship, Sarakruham, Sarakruham, the lotus flower, Tunoti. Cleanses. Cleanses. Shamalam. Shamalam. Material qualities like lust, anger, avarice, and hankering. Just want to hear a little more about it. Krishna. Lord Krishna. The Supreme Personality of Godhead. Salilasya. Of the reservoirs of, the reservoir of waters. Yatha. As it were. Sharat. Autumn season. Translation, the sound incarnation of Lord Krishna, the Supreme Soul, that is Srimad Bhagavatam, enters into the heart of a self-realized devotee, sits on the lotus flower of his loving relationship, and thus cleanses the dust of material association, such as lust, anger, and hankering. Thus it acts like autumnal rains upon pools of muddy water. Purport. It is said that a single pure devotee of the Lord can deliver all of the fallen souls of the world. <clears throat> Thus, one who is actually in the confidence of a pure devotee like Narada or Shukadeva Goswami, then thus is empowered by one spiritual master, as Narada was by Brahmaji, can not only deliver himself from the clutches of maya or illusion, but can deliver the whole world by his pure and empowered devotional strength. The comparison to the autumnal rain that falls on muddy reservoirs of water is very appropriate. During the rainy season, all the waters of the rivers become muddy. But in the month of July, August, the autumn season, when there is a slight rainfall, the muddy waters of the rivers all over the world become at once clear. By addition of some chemical, a small reservoir of water, like that of a metropolitan waterworks tank can be cleared, but by such a tiny effort, it is not possible to clear up all the reservoirs of water, like the rivers. A powerful pure devotee of the Lord, however, can deliver not only his personal self, but also many others in his association. In other words, the, cleaning, the cleansing of the polluted heart by other methods like the culture of empiric knowledge or mystic gymnastics can simply cleanse one's own heart, but devotional service to the Lord is so powerful that it can cleanse the hearts of people in general by the devotional service of the pure empowered devotee. A true representative of the Lord, like Narada, Shukadev, Goswami, Lord Chaitanya, the six Goswamis, and later Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, 
Srimad Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, etc., can deliver all people by their empowered devotional service. By sincere efforts to hear Srimad Bhagavatam, one realizes his constitutional relationship with the Lord in the transcendental humor of servitude, friendship, paternal affection, or conjugal love. And by such self-realization, one becomes situated at once in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Not only were all the pure devotees like Narada self-realized souls, but they were engaged in preaching work automatically by spiritual impetus. And thus they delivered many poor souls entangled in the material modes. They became so powerful because they sincerely followed the Bhagavatam principles by regular hearing and worshiping. By such actions, the accumulated material lusts, etc., become cleansed by the personal endeavor of the Lord within the heart. The Lord is, the Lord is always within the heart of the living being but he becomes manifested by one's devotional service. Purification of the heart by culture of knowledge or mystic yoga may be all right for the time being for an individual person, but it is like the cleansing of a small quantity of stagnant water by chemical processes. Such clarification of water may stand for the time being and the sediments settle down, but by a slight agitation, everything becomes muddy. The idea is that devotional service to the Lord is the only method of cleansing the heart for good, whereas other methods may be superficially good for the time being. There is a risk of becoming muddy again due to, the, to agitation of the mind. Devotional service to the Lord with specific attention for hearing Srimad Bhagavatam regularly and always is the best recommend, recommended method for liberation from the clutches of illusion. I offer my respectful obeisances to His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, and to all the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. This verse is based on the principle of Lord Chaitanya's preaching, what is mentioned in the Chaitanya Manjusha, Araja Bhagavan Vrajeshutanayast Tadama Vrindavana, Ramya Kachidupasana Vrajabhidu Valgena Pita Srimad Bhagavatam Pramanam Amalam Prema Pumartamahan that he said the Vrindavan Dham and Krishna are non-different that the highest method for worshipping Krishna is that which was executed by the gopis of Vrindavan and that the Srimad Bhagavatam is the spotless Purana and he named it as the ultimate authority on all points about devotional service. And furthermore, the ultimate goal of life is to attain pure devotional service, prema pumarta mahan. And in the Srimad Bhagavatam, we find this, these statements also echoed. For instance, as everyone knows, starting in the First canto, second chapter, 17th verse. Shrinvatam Swakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Hridyan Taksto Hyapadrani Fitunoti Suhritsatam. The Lord Sri Krishna, who is the Paramatma, super soul in everyone's heart, and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee, who relishes his messages, which are in themselves virtuous, 
when properly heard and chanted. So punya shravana kirtana means just by hearing one gains spiritual piety. And furthermore, vidunoti. The vidunoti is a specific term which means that there's a cleansing agent. And who is the cleansing agent? It's Krishna himself. He's there within the heart, as we hear throughout the Bhagavad Gita. Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani Yantra Rudra Nimayaya. Krishna says, I'm there, following the living entity from one destination to the next. And Sarvasichaham Hridisani Vishto. So, what is he doing there? He's observing, overseeing, and permitting, 13th chapter of Gita, the living entity to do as he wishes. Because Krishna says, Samoham Sarvabhuteshu, Nami Priya, I remain neutral for the living entity. And however, when someone turns his or her attention towards Krishna, then Krishna then turns on the Vidunoti which is a machine. Uh, in India, there's a, I don't know if it's just in India, but it's called a vidunoti. It's cords pulled taut in a box upon which one puts cotton. that's still in its impure state, which is full of seeds and other kinds of uh, debris. And then the cords are vibrated at a high frequency. And then the impurities fall through the cracks of the cords and what's left is fluffy white cotton. And so similarly, this uh, poetical uh, example is that uh, Krishna is the vidunoti. He's there within the heart and he assists those who turn their attention towards him. As mentioned in the rest of the verse, samoham sabhabhuteshu nami dveshustina the first half of that verse from the ninth chapter says that, Krishna says that as I, I'm there in a neutral way and I don't envy anybody, I don't love anybody. He stays in a neutral position and as somebody wishes, he rewards them accordingly. However, in the second half of that verse, if someone begins worshiping me, then that person is in me and I'm in him. And the, uh, in the purport, Prabhupada points out, then there's an inordinate way in which Krishna extends himself towards the person who has turned his or her attention towards him by hearing, by deliberately hearing his messages like Srimad Bhagavatam. Another verse which is mentioned by many of our acharyas is in the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Sadyo hrdyabarudyate trakritibi shushu shubishtakshanad. That when one uh, gives one's attention towards hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, then very quickly uh, Krishna himself becomes, as Prabhupada says, compact within the heart. Means that there's a way in which he won't leave the heart of somebody who's hearing about him, uh, about Shri, uh, especially Srimad Bhagavatam. 
as is mentioned here, he's attracted to the sound vibration of the Srimad Bhagavatam because it's about his internal potency. It's about his devotees. And sadavodhridayam mayam sadhunam hridayam tvaham. They're in his heart. The devotees are in his heart, and he's in their heart. And nowhere else, he says. I'm not in the hearts of the yogis. I'm not anywhere else. If, if someone's singing my glories and is devoted to me, then I'm there with the devotee. Sadyo hridyavarudyate trakritibi. So someone who's engaged in this activity and becoming refined by the process of hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, kritibi shushu shibis takshana, then Krishna stays there. And following that verse, there's a, a, another verse that is commonly quoted along with Sadyo Hridyavarudyate, which is Vrishrijati Hridayam Nayasya Sakshad Darir Avasha Abhitopya Goganasha Pranaya Rashanaya Ritanga Padma Sabhavati Bhagavata Pradana Ukta. This has come from the 11th canto, um, second chapter, 55th verse, in which it is mentioned what is the standard of the, uh, the Mahabhagavata, as is mentioned in the purport here. Prabhupada mentioned that those who are on the highest level of devotional service uh, can easily purify people of the world, not only themselves, but everyone else. So, Vrishujati Hridirayam, the Yasyasakshat, Krishna is there directly within the heart. Darir, uh, Hari is there. Abhihito And if somebody uh, says his holy name, Hare Krishna, or listens to Srimad Bhagavatam, then, then uh, the effect is that Krishna then won't leave the, that person's heart. Why? Because pranaya rasanaya dritangi padma. Pranaya Rashanaya means there are ropes of love. He's tied by ropes of love to the heart of that person because that person is showing love to him by hearing Srimad Bhagavatam or chanting his holy name. But he's so merciful that even if somebody does it accidentally, if someone says, Hare Krishna, you Hare Krishna people, you should leave this place immediately. But it's too late. You said Hare Krishna. And so then uh, <clears throat> Prabhupada says here that a person who's enraptured by hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam and has come to the uh, position of this Pradhana Ukta, which means that uh, the person has no other business in life, no other interest except for hearing about Krishna and serving Krishna. This uh, kind of uh, quality of, of devotee then can purify uh, the whole world. So we see in the example, uh, Prabhupada says here very artfully, he's mentioning the disciple succession, it says, Srila, Srila, Bhakti Siddhanta, Saraswati Thakur, etc. Uh, well, Prabhupada, obviously, by following this principle, very straightforward principle of bringing the straight, pure vibration of the Srimad Bhagavatam, did exactly what? The Bhagavatam says will happen, which is Tadvagvisargo Janataga Viplavo. There'll be uh, the material world will be overturned. It's like a boat being overturned. Uh, it, it gets turned upside down. Tadvagvisargo Janataga Viplavo Yasmin Pratishokama Bhatya Bhatya Pi. 
So the, the Bhagavatam is from the spiritual realm, doesn't come from the material world, and those who engage in hearing the Bhagavatam, or those who speak it, or uh, Shukadev Goswami Go says, anyone in between also gets affected. That's at the beginning of the 10th canto because Brikshit Maharaj mentions that uh, it's amazing that I'm sitting here for seven days and I'm not even taking water and I'm not sleeping, but I'm, I'm not tired and I'm not thirsty and I'm not hungry. He said, that's amazing. And he said, the reason it's amazing is uh, the reason that it's, uh, I'm like that is because chutam harikatam ritam. Um, I'm drinking the nectar that's falling from your mouth. So this is the standard of Bhagavatam hearing. It's also mentioned in the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, yata ditam. One should be enraptured by the sound vibration of the Srimad Bhagavatam and uh, not want to stop listening to it. From, from that position, then uh, one is known to be entering into the liberated stage of life. And um, Srila Prabhupada brought that standard to the world, brought the Srimad Bhagavatam and, be, and taught the, the Bhagavata principle. That's why we have Bhagavatam class every day. And um, Prabhupada mentioned that if you have one class a day, you could finish the Srimad Bhagavatam in 50 years. <laughs> uh, let's see, if you want to bring up other things. A question or any other points you want to uh, discuss more fully in the purport? Yes, Prabhu. Uh, all the glorification that we hear. All the glorification that we hear. But I have a question. That he has a question. That verse says, Nasta Prayeshu Nityam Bhagavatam. If you chant, Nasta. In the translation, there's one part all that's lacking so did you understand his question in the verse nashta prayeshu badreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya bhagavati utamashlo bhakti bhavati naishtiki says that prayeshu almost almost complete not yet complete but almost complete so he's saying so why is it the verse saying that it's because that verse is in an, in an interim position in the sequence of verses that Prabhupada quotes in many places for instance in the in the verse that he most lectured on which is this the uh, Bhagavad Gita seventh chapter first verse you'll notice the sequence of verses that are there and also when Prabhupada was on the Jaladutta and he was write, writing about how he would uh, be able to uh, spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. He quotes these sequence of verses, starting with Shushu Shoshadatanasya, Vasudeva Kataruchi, Syan Mahatsevaya Vipra Punya Tirtanashevana. So it begins with association with devotees. If you serve the Mahatmas, Mahatmanas Tumamparta Daivin Prakriti Mashd, then there's a way in which that you start to get a desire to hear. That's the first first step. By, by association you desire to hear. And I was going to um, 
just incidentally, I kind of skipped over it, but I was going to quote from Parikshit Marsh and Shukadev Goswami in the 10th canto, he said, the Vasudeva Kata Prashna Purushams Trinpunatihi Vaktaram Vrachakam Shrotrims Itpara Salilamyata. He says that uh, three types of people become purified from hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam. Those who, the ones speaking, the ones listening, and everybody else who's, who comes close to it. You know, like people walking by the Rathiyatra on Venice Beach and they hear some vibration, you know, they get affected too. So if someone comes in contact with devotees, there's a way in which he or she can develop a, a desire to hear about Krishna through service, through service to the pure devotees. And then, and then this is a sign of spiritual, increasing spiritual health. Jiva Goswami said there's a one-to-one -one correlation when, uh, as one's desire to hear Krishna Kata increases, one can ascertain that one's uh, becoming more advanced in devotional service. As Burijana Prabhu once said, that he'd figured a, a way that um, if unwanted guests came, he'd say, let's open the Chaitanya Jaramita and read something. And they say, I have to go. Uh, yeah, it's fine, I'm a little busy now. Unless we're gonna criticize somebody, I can't stay. Um, so <laughs> they'll leave. So then the next verse uh, is Srinvatam Swakata Krishna, which means that you begin the process of hearing and chanting, and Krishna starts to help cleanse the heart. He's the vi Krishna is the Vidhunoti. You'll, be, you'll notice at the beginning of the nectar devotion that uh, it's one of Krishna's names. He's called uh, uh, Vidhunoti because he's the, he's the one who actually cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the from the heart. There's a story about two policemen walking in Delhi and one of them says, you know, it's kind of interesting, we're walking around here stopping thieves, but we worship our God, they're Hindus, our God is known as a chore. You know, he's mucking chore, he steals. So what should we do about that? And the other one said, no, it's actually very good that he's a thief because you'll notice everyone puts up high walls and big locks to keep all their stuff because they don't want anybody to come and steal it. But Krishna's so expert. Even though we put up a high wall, I put up a high wall around my heart because I don't want to give up my anartas. Krishna's so expert, he can scale the wall. He can get around it. He'll come in and he'll take it. That's the danger of performing devotional service because, yeah, but what if I want to stay like I am here in the material world, which is... The, the way Prahlad Maharaj says, if you have a vrat, if you made a vow that you want to stay in the material world, <laughs> then uh, it's going to be tough going for you. But even those people who have made a strong vow to stay in the material world, uh, they can, uh, Krishna, as Vidunoti, he can come in and steal their heart anyway. You've all seen it before. So then after that comes Nashtra Prayushu Badrishu, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, Bhagavatyutamashloke, Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki. So there's an interim point at which one starts to notice that one's making advancement. One should notice this. This is, and there are interim points that are mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam. For instance, Krishna uh, says, Jatashara makatasu nirvina sarvakarmasu veda dukat makankamam prityage pernishvara tato bajeta mam Dridha, Shraddha, Shraddha, Lord, Jushamanam, Shatankamams, 
Tuko Darkam Shjagarayam. He mentions a person whose faith has awakened, Jata Shraddha, it's awakened. Matkatasu, he likes to hear. Nirvina Sarvakarma, so he thinks all material activities, in the, uh, they sense gratification, it leads to misery. Dukkha Darkam Sagaran, he knows that. And Veda Dukatmakam Kamams, but Paritya Pyanishvara. Ishvara means like the spring controller, also means the power to do something. Pritiyagi, Janishvara, but he can't do it. He knows what's right. <laughs> he still doesn't have the power to do it. This is an interim point. So Krishna goes on to say, Jushamanam Shatankamams, Dukko Darkam Shagaram. You can lament that a little bit, but don't become debilitated by thinking, I'm so guilty, I can't do anything. He said, just keep going. So in the interim point, one has no other choice but to keep going. So after Nashtaprayusha Bhadrishu, then we have tadarajastamobhava, kamalobhareshti, cheta itera navidam, sitam sattve prasiditi. So at this point, and then he, he's, he's mentioning Shukadev, uh, Sutta Goswami rather, the various levels of advancement in this succession of verses. So tada, at that time, rajas tamo bhava. Now rajas and tamas start to go down and Prabhupada says, you'll notice that the pinching isn't there. You're not being pushed into uh, sense gratification. Like, go do this, look at that. You don't feel it anymore. And similarly, one who's coming to this uh, position is entering into a mishta. Mishta bhakti has five obstacles. The first obstacle is laya, sleep. I'm doing my japa, but then all of a sudden, or as soon as you pull out a book, like sleep is the enemy of the bhajan before nishta. And then after that comes distraction. There's uh, something over there, I got to go look at it. I have to put my bead bag down. I've been defeated. And then comes uh, there's no distraction, and there's no, you're not sleepy, but you just don't care. That's called meh. And then there's uh, innate desires within the heart, they come out. And then the senses want their own food, and they, they're uh, grappling, hard to, grappling hard to pull them back. So when those are overcome, those five obstacles, one, two, three, four, five, then... <laughs> Then one's anishta, and tada rajas tamobhava kamalubhadeyasche. means you know it. At that time, you'll see that the uh, rajas and tamas have been diminished, and now the second part of that verse says, stitam sattve prasidati. So now, you're, where are you situated? Stitam sattve. Now, this is not ordinary sattve. It doesn't mean sattva gun, it means shuddha sattva. So now this is uh, continuing, and then finally uh, we come to evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogata bhagavad. Uh, I'm sorry, evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogata um, bhagavad tattva vignanam mukta sanga sijayate. Person becomes liberated at this point, and bidite hridaya grandisht. That that knot of connection to the material world is completely cut. And Prabhupada mentions this in, in the purport. So he says that ordinary processes like yoga or jnana, it may help one person to become a little purified. 
But actually, even in that purification, there's a chance that he or she will fall back into the material existence again. Allah, yene ravindaksha vimuktamani nas. Or, tatpada pankaja palasa vilasya bhakta karmashrayam gratitam gratayanti santa tadvanna rikta matayo ateyo pirudha shroto ganas tamaranam vasudevam. This famous verse in the Bhagavatam says, the, the devotees, because they're relishing something sweet, like this morning in the, um, in the temple room, I smelled the incense and I thought, this is, I mean, no, no place it would rather be. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it, it's a, there's an emotional response from all the time of being in Hare Krishna temples and smelling Hare Krishna incense. In fact, somebody gave me a stick of incense once on the street in uh, Telegraph Avenue, Berkeley, California, and I brought it home and I st stuck it in my wall at home. I didn't light it, but I could smell it, and I was thinking, Hare Krishna. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, you need the, this uh, spiritual sense gratification, yet there has to be some engagement in beauty and joy, the aesthetics of the spiritual world, like we have at a Hare Krishna festival. You just you feel happy. And hearing about Krishna's pastimes, if that delights you, you're in good shape. Then he says, uh, if your head's empty, you, you don't have Krishna in there. <laughs> no Krishna in your head, uh, you're just trying for the void or you're speculating, there's some way, neti neti, not this, not that, then tadvitta rektayo, then shotoganas tamaram bhajavasadeva. The strong waves of material existence will come along when you're not expecting it. Vishramrita, 10,000 years meditation, perfect, until Menaka came, right? Was it Menaka? Yeah, and then he didn't even open his eyes. He just heard the ankle bells and he goes, all right, I gotta go. And that was it, you know. So Prabhupada gives him as an example, uh, uh, contrasting with Haridas Thakur, when the prostitute actually came there, and he said, I got to finish my rounds, and uh, I'll be right with you. <laughs> but my rounds are never finished, and that's a good, good, good process. So it, it continues from there. We can notice these interim stages that, yeah, I'm almost there, keep going. Keep, don't stop. Prabhupada writes in the light of the Bhagavad. It's absolutely guaranteed that uh, at the right time, by, by its own force, he says, the uh, devotional service will come and drag one to the destination. Another um, uh, reflection or question or something to expand the conversation? Prabhu. Hare Is that also considered 
Well, it's all considered part of the Bhagavat. Bhagavat um, school itself, you know, all, all things that relate to Krishna. Uh, Srimad Bhagavatam is special. And this is pointed out in the fifth chapter of the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, when Vyasadeva himself had completed the Bhagavat Purana, as well as the other Puranas, what to speak of Mahabharata, which includes Bhagavad Gita. And now his spiritual master comes and goes, what's wrong? You don't look, you don't look good. He said, I'm not good. I'm, I'm, I'm morose. Can you tell me what's wrong? He said, yeah, you blew it. Shigupsutam karma krite nushashana. He says, it was abominable what you did. He just wrote the Mahabharata, Bhagavad Gita, all the Puranas, including Bhagavat Purana. He said, you gave everyone an excuse for sense gratification. That's all you've done. They're going to take it, too, because it comes from you, Vyasadeva. You're the authority, and they're going to say, yeah, we can have religion. So he says, go back and write about the pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That's when he goes back to Samyaprash, into his cottage, where there's no modes of material nature, surrounded by berry trees, and he goes into devotional trance. And then he sees the position of the jivas, and, and of the material energy and their plight, and he sees the Supreme Personality of Godhead and all his energies in the spiritual world, then he sees the Lord's pastimes directly. And then he comes out of trance, this is called Samadhi Bhasha. What you say when you come out of perfect Samadhi, that's what Vyasadeva said, when he then came out with the Srimad Bhagavatam. And so the Srimad Bhagavatam is the specific medicine for overcoming the disease of the heart. Vrikriti tam rajava durbirahamcha vishnu shradhan vitona shinu yad atabarna yedya bhaktim param bhagavati prati labya kamam hridrogam ashva pahinot yacharina dhira. This is mentioned by Shukadeva Goswami. If somebody can develop the right faith in this Srimad Bhagavatam, shradhan vitona shinu yad, and hear it with faith, that means following the uh, direction of the acharyas. Uh, that presented uh, properly, as Prabhupada did. He always gave the context of pure devotional service. It's, uh, other people have rendered Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, and so forth in ways that you won't understand the actual message. So you have to hear it through the cyclic succession. And obviously the commentaries are important. Prabhupada used them to write all his purports. So how else would we know that when Krishna came to Indra after Indra tried to kill everybody in Vrindavan. And how will we know what their conversation was and what Krishna was thinking? Well, we hear it from Krishna Chakravarti Thakur. And then Prabhupada writes it in his Krishna book. You know, it's coming down through the simple succession. But the Bhagavatam itself, uh, in all 12 cantos, first nine cantos, we have to go through sequen se sequentially in order to see the first nine cantos have every possible psychological engagement a living entity can have with the material world, psychological or physical engagement. And by going through the nine cantos, then one becomes materially, uh, one becomes convinced that I don't want to, the material world's a waste of time. Then we can enter into the 10th canto properly. And by hearing the 10th canto, 
Bhaktim Param Bhagavati Prati Labhyakamam Hridrogam Ashvapahinotacharinavira. Then we can overcome the, the dread disease of the heart, Kama. Otherwise, if we don't hear about the Adi Ras, Adi Ras means that uh, Madhurya Ras, that's what Lord Chaitanya came to teach. He came to teach that there's, uh, there is beyond Vaikuntha, where everyone's worshipping the Lord like this, there's places where people are wrestling with Krishna and telling him, no, he doesn't, she doesn't want to see you right now. <laughs> and, so, and, and so that, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, that's what I came to teach. And that's, that's what the Bhagavatam is. It, ultimately, in the 10th canto, we come to the, the ultimate, you know, the pinnacle of all the, the Bhagavatam, which is in the Rasa Leela. And that this is, uh, this, for those who are Shraddhan Vito, Prabhupada said, if, if you're not free of sex desire, don't leave the first two cantos. Just stay there and learn the whole thing and keep chanting, sir. Um, or he holds our hand through the, through the Krishna book and fortifies us as we go through. But the point is, unless we become uh, attracted to the pastimes of the spiritual world through the Srimad Bhagavatam, then whatever, whatever anybody says, eventually I'll become attracted to the pastimes in the material world. I have to. Because I'm a living entity. I have to have engagement. I can't, I can't just sit on the sidelines. I got to have something. Give me something now. Krishna says, everyone's always active all the time. And unless you get superior sense gratification through entering into Bhagavat, then... And the Prophet said, we have Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Chaitanya, Nectar Devotion, um, Bhagavad Gita, especially these four books, uh, if you enter into them, you'll notice, I mean deeply, you'll notice that you won't come to the end of it. Not in this lifetime. Very difficult to come to the end of that. And if we put the same kind of effort into reading Prabhupada's books that he put into writing them, then we'll start noticing that the world looks differently. I don't know if I answered your question completely, but I, I, I say that Bhagavatam is, is very specific and, and important and special, of course. There, all the, everything in the Vaishnava canon is important and has relevance and is transcendental, as long as it's rendered properly. Prabhu, Archita Prabhu. Start taking notice when you start taking notice. 
Sadhu, sadhu. Any last thing? Yes. Okay. But I have one last question. Okay, last question. Uh, we hear that sometimes Siddhartha Siddhartha Maharaj said, if there was one book only left, this one. So sometimes I have a doubt. I hear the Holy say, Chaitanya Chaitanya, sometimes he say, Bhagavatam. What, which one actually is, and what would be the difference if you choose one? Well, you know, the, these are ecstatic pronouncements by great, great souls. So you don't, you don't need to get too technical on them. Basically, they're, you know, they're, they're saying that there's nothing better. And of course, you can say there's nothing better, there's nothing better, and keep going through various aspects of the spiritual world, like Dwarka is perfect, Mathura is most perfect, uh, more perfect, and Vrindavan's most perfect. So. Yeah, the Srimad Bhagavatam, but he also said about the Chaitanya Charitamrita. That, um, but it is, the Chaitanya Charitamrita really is Bhagavatam, because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was teaching Bhagavatam, and if you look at carefully, it's, a, it's really a garland of Bhagavatam verses proving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's philosophy and so forth. Gopremanande Haribo, Panchakop the Risha, Kripasinabe, Vachapati Taram Pavani, Vio Vaishnavi, Vio.